Uh, Miranda. BB. You know that... <laughs> Miss Lynch, um, you know the Valentine's week. I know it's a big deal off and for you because all the flowers, all the chocolates, all oh the men. God. It's too much. It's almost too much. Do you know what? I want to get away from it. I know where you can go. What can I do? Where can I go? What about yeah. February the twelfth? Yeah, Phoenix Arts Club. Yeah, London. Yeah. Guess what's happening? What? Two live good sex, bad sex podcast oh fuck off you fuck off you fuck no off. you fuck off <laughs> <laughs> but don't you fuck off come and see us please buy some tickets phoenixartsclub.com 10 pounds miranda oh that's that's 10 pounds for us two. five pounds each and for two amazing <laughs> yeah. guests two amazing guests and i think you're gonna love it and we know we love it when you join in and when you email us when you tweet us um so we'd love to meet you and just Get married. I really, really want someone to stroke my hair. Yeah. Yeah. See you then. February 12th. Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's a bit like Valentine's Day. Oh, but with fewer arguments. My name is B.B. Lynch. <laughs> and I'm Miranda Kane. Ooh, coming up, mm. we're going to learn about adult education. Oh. It's not Hall of Notes. Oh. And it's, um, yeah, it's sex education with a twist. <laughs> with a twist. <laughs> So we've talked about like sex education before, haven't yeah. we? And we're both of the era where it was bananas in a condom, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, not necessarily yeah. in that order. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> People screaming at me saying you should have had more bananas and less of the condoms, love. <laughs> so what are you hoping to learn from our guests? Everything. Yeah. Because the whole point of this, and I think this is really fascinating, it's not... Um, it's not the biological stuff. It's the sec- it's the emotional, psychological take on sex and yeah. relationships. And you know, my last relationship ended the day after Diana died. So I do wonder <laughs> if I need some guidance. <laughs> yes. What are you hoping to learn? Yeah. Uh, How to seduce me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, we all know that. Oh. <laughs> Just RT takes- me. <laughs> <laughs> one light, one RT. All right. All right. Five minutes on the pups. <laughs> yeah. Can we just go to professional, please? Yes, please. We are here with Leah Spasova. Yay! Good. Yes. And you are from Life's Experts. Exactly. Life's Experts. Or Life's Experts. Anyhow, it doesn't matter. It's a word game. You pronounce it the way you like it. How do what you do like I win? Say it? Um, it depends who I'm talking to. <laughs> <laughs> so we're the life experts. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're certainly not life's experts. So it's just through a process of elimination. And you're a psychologist and educator. I am indeed, yeah. So tell us what you're doing with life's experts. So life's experts is a project of passion that I came to the realization it needs to become a thing. When I traveled in Europe last year, I ended up um, in various situations with people when they noticed that I'm very sex positive and I'm a psychologist, they would start talking about their lives, their sex uh, issues and relationships, and they'll just seek my knowledge and advice and everything. And at one point, I just started feeling 
like I'm being used everywhere <laughs> I went. So I was like, well, I, I guess I have something. If people keep talking to me about these things, maybe there is some value in it. Um, and that's how the idea came about. What kind of things were they talking to you about? Oh, anything, anything you can think of uh, from sexual issues like guys coming too quick through to people that are interested in the kink scene, um, broken hearted people. Everyone just wants to know more about sex and relationships. It's such a taboo and people are so afraid of talking about this. And once they find someone that is open and willing to discuss anything and everything with them without any judgment, they just spill it all out. So what was your opening gambit that you were going into situations that people knew they could talk to you? Um, Did it's you have just, a T-shirt? No. <laughs> I guess if I had a T-shirt, that would have intimidated people <laughs> and they would have run away. <laughs> but it's just, I think that people on the road as well are very... Um, open because they know that they probably would never see you again <laughs> mm. so there is a lot more freedom yeah. in expression and you know you talk how did you start your journey what were you doing before that you know and I would say well I'm a psychologist and you know I just need to see a bit of Europe and they'll go like oh what what type of psychology and I'm like okay, that's social psychology oh what does that mean and what kind of interest and what dissertation did you do and I would say oh my dissertation was on sexual orientations and things and attitudes and they were like oh tell me more about that <laughs> and then uh, oftentimes it would spill into well what do you think about this issue that I've, I've that I have experienced, you know, because people like this. I have a friend. Yes. yes. Uh, but they kind of lose the friend the more you Point talk quick. to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or the more you do a podcast. It's, you know. <laughs> so it's a sex and relationships education service for adults. Yeah. So what does that mean? Is it a website people can log into and get some advice or is it a psych? like psychology thing or how would you what you know if you were selling it to someone how would you explain it so I would explain it as the life relevant education that they never got in school mm -hmm. from their parents um I use psychology for my content development so that it's not opinions that I'm shooting out at people um when I'm educating them it's basically what science has to say about these issues and topics. What I do is I deliver talks and I do one-to-ones. I'm trying more to push on the talks because I want to reach uh, wider audiences yeah. and have it more affordable. Because if you have a one-to-one, -one, you know, it's much more expensive and time-consuming for, for people. Uh, when you go to a talk and you reach a bigger audience... Um, it's it's better, I think. Is that what these the curious events? Sorry, is that what the, the cute? I know. I've just logged onto the website, <laughs> and I'm getting a little snowy join our curious events. Is that what what they are? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I prefer one on one. So I you know, I have a lot do. of therapy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> need a lot. Of therapy. Need a lot of therapy. Sorry. Um, and then there are situations, aren't there? You can have like group therapy, and I'd always be like. I haven't finished with my specific issue. <laughs> Daddy issues. <laughs> do you mind if I, do you know what I mean? I'd want one, how much is one on one? Asking um, for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so 
it really much it very much depends on if we're doing it online if i have to travel someplace um how many sessions they want so starting from 45 pounds uh i think that's very affordable i don't the thing is if you look into these um one-to-ones and workshops you can pay 120 pounds for like two or three hours and i feel like this is very expensive for most people they cannot afford that mm. therapy is very expensive as well mm. my job with life experts is to basically do preventative work i want to help people not end up in therapy or in the courtroom divorcing their their partner so i try to make it very um cheap put it that way and yeah. affordable for the general public. So a lot of mayhem can be, you know, spared. (laughs) (laughs) Can we, so, so at school, like we've talked about this before, I can't even remember what our sex education was. I think it was banana. I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, in a pomegranate, I have no idea. Um, But you definitely didn't learn anything about the, the the brain as the biggest organ. Mm. And that's, the brain and heart we did you didn't do you know what i mean you didn't learn about how to look after yourself in yeah. terms of emotionally um or how other people should you know you should be expect expect to be treated you know none of that kind of stuff came in but from school you've learned all this crap and you're, you're established in your ways can you unlearn that yeah yeah definitely i think that education is the best cure and the best prevention for for bad things happening mm. um if you think about it why would companies pay educators to come in and teach you how to climb ladders and how to pick up boxes so that you don't get hurt so that you don't fall you know if they can teach you to do that why wouldn't you assume that if you learn how to have better relationships how to communicate better a lot of people just say oh communicate that to your a partner mm. well oh. how how do you begin a conversation tweet them <laughs> tweet <laughs> um yeah take it publicly you know uh, hashtag to the left <laughs> yeah <laughs> hashtag a bit slower <laughs> hashtag almost there <laughs> Um, indeed, that's um, that's an option. Um, people get fired for things like that. No. Uh, not everyone is fortunate enough to have your jobs, guys. So uh, not an option for many people. But yeah, it's true. Not There's a the thing. Everybody invests in, in your education, in your training, in your professional development. When do you sit down to invest in you as a human being, as a person that has needs and desires and dreams? When do you sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to read 20 books on psychology Mm. to improve my life? You don't, unless... I love the idea of this. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I like that it's accessible, accessible. Mm. So like if you're an individual and you want to come on for a a session, would you call it? Yeah, just have a chat. Like, can they do it on webcam? And yeah, see, that's brilliant. I think because you can do it in your own time. Yeah, you don't even have to leave the house or get dressed, which are two of my least favorite things. Indeed. <laughs> and you can. I think Leah should have a saying whether you're dressed or not when you're. Talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's... <laughs> what about couples? Like, can they yeah. come on and, and get help together? Um, so I don't want to confuse people that I'm delivering therapy or um, any kind of 
fix your your sex life what yeah. i can do for people is educate them how to communicate better how to explore their sexuality and things like that but it's not like i'm a life coach or a therapist or sexologist um if and i keep saying this cuz i get asked a lot so do you kind of like expect uh, people with broken relationships or issues to come to you and i'm like no that's a little bit too late you know i'm trying to do preventative work so i want you to come to me eager and open to learn how to not mess up and how not to end up in pieces so but people are always going to come to you at that stage because yeah. that's why they're there that's why they've got to the stage where they do want to help. They do want help. Yes, it's true. But that's why I'm trying to change. I'm trying to change the culture in I a way. I see what you're saying. So would you, so would you want to teach anything that you're trying to promote um, in schools? Yeah. Um, my content is more, is more suitable for people that are 16 and over because it's more in-depth. It's more about actual psychology and actual skills it's not so much about put the condom on the banana kind of thing you know <laughs> i did that then i did it very well <laughs> well done thank you um it's much more um in-depth kind of thing you need to you need to be open and mature to learn these kind of things and the issue with schools is that you get and i've done sex ed in schools and you walk into a room of 14, 15 year olds and you have these eager to learn, all knowing 14, 15 year olds that throw in words that you don't know as a sex educator. Um, and you're like, what is this word? And, and you feel all embarrassed because uh, you're supposed to be the expert and there you go, you're not. Um, and then there is, you know, these other kids that totally hate being there and they just, wish that they could run away and not talk about this. So yeah. I don't think it's um, the way it's done in schools. It's sensitive to where people are in their sexual development and journey. And I think that there should be more of that. I have an issue with um, making people do kind of any type of education. I think that people should be self-driven in that respect and keen on learning for themselves but because of that that's naturally going to be an older audience isn't it because mm. they've got to a stage where they they want, want your help learn. yeah, yeah. Mm. want to learn and want your help yeah i've i've noticed that there is no age where people stop talking about sex if mm. uh if you're open to mm. speak to them about we don't anything. stop talking about it yeah see, <laughs> ask the natural follow-up question <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the favorite topic of all, young and old, you know, everybody wants to have more of it, to have it better, to, you know, explore. That's have, the thing. Have you found a lot of change in the way that you approach um, educating people in the wake of like Me Too movements and consent? How, what does that look like when you walk into a, a school or university now and, and start talking to, to the kids about that? I think with... Um, the hashtag Me Too movement, a lot has opened um, in terms of, I think that universities are finally starting to recognise that they have to do something about mm. the crisis um, because statistically we can say that there are thousands of sexual assaults and harassments and rapes that happen every year for each university. Um, 
and a lot of universities don't have support systems in place, don't do any preventative work. And that's my aim. I think that my content is suitable for universities that are eager to invest in prevention. Liverpool University for, I think, 2016 or 17 had more than 4,000 reported assaults. and wow. um, Just on campus? Just by students reporting to them. So mm. whether it's it has happened in town mm. on a night out, student night out, mm. or on campus, it doesn't matter. They had over 4,000, nearly 5,000 in one year. And there's just one university. So what are you teaching? Are you teaching the people that are attacking why they shouldn't or, you know, or, or the people? I mean, how, how? what's your take to stop that? I think that everybody needs education of what abuse is because a lot of victims don't recognise what abuse is. Yeah. I have worked with uh, victims of abuse and human trafficking. And I, I remember that lady whose husband was not physically abusive, but mentally abusive. And the thing is, she was sold into trafficking by her own mother when she was wow. younger. And to her, unless she's beaten black and blue with a concussion, probably she's not abused, you know. Yeah. So it was very difficult for me to reach to her and say, you know, even when he calls you bad names and pushes you against the wall, this is abuse. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people, especially those um, that have grown up without any healthy discourse on what relationships should be like mm -hmm. or what it's nice to have at least, um, need to learn what abuse is for them to recognize it. The amount of women that wouldn't recognize being groped as a harassment, they would just laugh it off, yeah. you know, and they would never report it. A lot of women don't report getting spiked and, and mm. you know, raped because they feel like they're guilty for, for being out in a dress, you mm. know, and having fun and having too many drinks and... And it's shame and guilt, and I want to battle this. Yeah, and all it does is give permission for the abuser to do that again because they've yes. gotten away with it. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. Is there anything that in? I'm not not um, justifying anything. Is there anything in if if the victims don't quite know what abuse is that the abusers don't quite know what the line is either? Yeah. Yeah. So, so very you're educating so. them as well. So yeah. they're they're going to see the line. And go okay. Shit. That's. But the thing is, I don't think that we should be thinking about victims and perpetrators full stop we, sh we should be thinking about everybody because the amount of times that you know you may never have experienced harassment but your best friend has mm. do you recognize this as abuse do you reckon what do you advise them you know um so even if you're not affected by it or you're not the perpetrator it's still useful to understand these things and to learn about them it's not limited to one group I love this on your site as well. So it's not just like couples or, you know, people going, there's issues and to, and to prevent everything, but also, um, quote. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> and now I've lost Drum it. Roll. Hang on. Hang on. Now I've lost it. Um, people, oh, people need to learn. So lone people, I guess, quote, the ever so important relationship for the person with their body and mind. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, because the thing is, we grow up with so many messages about our bodies with messages about what we should be thinking, what's naughty, what's bad, what's slutty, what's macho, that we kind of forget to just be ourselves and experience ourselves and give ourselves permission to be human beings and be human beings with bodies that have needs and minds that are curious and wondering and 
wanting, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to keep bringing people back to, you know what, you're just a human being. You will have these questions. You would have these needs. You would have these desires. And it's okay, you know. Normalizing is half of what psychologists do all the time. And educa- mm. education is there to basically say it's okay and that's how you can do it even better. So how do you put that across? So what happens in like the workshops and the seminars that you do? Is that uh, you talking to people and everyone sitting down and listening or do you do like... It's the role play. The role play. <laughs> um, so that might be... Um, Good to explain because I have talks and that's just me delivering to the audience and there is no expectation for people to take part or say anything or disclose, etc. And um, there's obviously a Q&A at the end and I give the opportunity to people to drop me an anonymous question so that I can answer it at the end. Um, the... There is seminars and they're more like a group discussion thing. Um, and they're a, in general a good uh, continuation of the talk. So if people are interested in discussing what they've learned and bouncing off ideas and mm-hmm. um, having this experience of learning through people, um, that's a suitable format the seminars. And then the workshops are more about the practical side of things. So what have you learned in the talk from the discussion and how you can apply it? So it's really easy to say, boom, 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 bullet points, really good uh, communication techniques. But can you actually try to practice them and experience what it's like to sit down and utilize what you've learned? Because a lot of the time we learn something, we think, yeah, that's great tactic. That's a great tip. You walk away and if you haven't practiced it or noted it down or experienced it in any way, it just goes out yeah. of your brain. That's it. So the workshops are more practical and they're experiential, put it that way. So do you know what? what? Leah's got a talk coming up. I know, on the 9th of February, I think. Yeah, 9th Feb, 2019. Successful relationships. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Would you go? Yeah. I think, I think we need to. <laughs> I've booked the whole front row and I'm going to sit in every seat. Put a hat on, the middle one, little moustache on the bottom one. Um, I think it sounds fascinating. I'm intrigued by all of this, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think anything, anything... Look, let's face it, anything helps, doesn't Any, it? Anything <laughs> yeah, helps. Little helps. Um, what's her website so people can um, check that out? It is lifesexperts.com. Mm. So you can either say, as she said, lifesexperts or lifesexperts.com. You love that, don't you? I do, you I do. That. I love the third way. Every which um, way. Um, <laughs> my name. <laughs> I keep saying it like Michael Caine. Yeah. Are you related to Michael Caine? No, sadly not. Uh, My name's Bibi Lynch. And I'm Miranda Caine. Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Sam Bonham for Metro.co.uk. Put your hand down. Oh, (laughs) shut up, Sam. You can get in touch with us on Twitter at Good Sex, Bad Sex with a triple X at the end because someone thinks he's Vin Diesel. (laughs) 
<laughs> and also, <laughs> oh, you got a sexy question or query, please. Et cetera. We've please. got this in 2019, guys. We really want to get your emails in. That would be yeah. fantastic to hear from you. Info at sexpod.co.uk. So it's like the Channel Five show, but it's not because we don't want to get sued. Info yeah. at sexpod.co.uk. Yeah, and just say who preferred me or Miranda. Yeah, it's it's me. And it's- we will <laughs> see you next week for some more good sex, bad sex. God bless. Yay. Miranda. BB. I know what to say. Go on. <laughs> I know what to say. So, you know, we're doing a live podcast. What? The live podcast on 12th of February, 2019 at 8.30 at the Phoenix Arts Club, where tickets are only £10. Yeah. Oh, wow. So we're doing that, right? Yeah. We're doing two. Yeah. A little interval, a little um, little sauve blanc in the middle. Um, and the point is, right, we all love love. Yeah. We all love to be loved. Yeah. But some of us are losers <laughs> in love. Um, so we're going to entertain you on Valentine's Day, but we are also going to educate you. Mm-hmm. So next Valentine's Day, you won't be on your own, you sad fuck. I mean, that. I say that from love. <laughs> so we have Aiming our, it at me. Our guests. No, no, I meant them. <laughs> our guests are going to teach. Yeah, teach and entertain. It's going to be lols. There's going to be no ways. Yeah, it's going to be strange stories. It's going to be put them away. Practical advice. Practical advice. And um, and us. Oh man, it's almost too much. It's almost too much. It's not. It's ten pounds. <laughs> Available from phoenixartsclub.com.